Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed guests, and those of you wearing the funny animal hats, welcome! Let's listen to the land we all love. Nature's plan will shine upon. Listen to the land. Listen to the land. Ladies and gentlemen, Kraft proudly presents a show that has the whole town cooking. W, w Radio, your information station. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 253 for the week of December 18th. 2011. Walt Disney World is full of hidden treasures, including some restaurants that may be overlooked by many guests. This week, we're going to do a live restaurant review of the Plaza Restaurant in the Magic Kingdom. We'll look at the decor, menu, value, location, and of course, review the food live with a recent WDW Radio contest winner. I'll then just have a few announcements, including details about WDW Radio events during Marathon Weekend next month, before playing more of your voicemails at the end of the show. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. October 1st, 2011, we came to the Magic Kingdom not just to celebrate Walt Disney World's 40th anniversary, but as part of our 40-hour live broadcast, which, in theory, six months earlier sounded so good in my head, but the execution once we got there was going to be very interesting, staying up for 40 hours straight. But more importantly, uh, we use those 40 hours and we use that 40-hour show as a fundraising opportunity for our Dream Team project to benefit the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America, something that has uh, a lot of personal uh, meaning for me and gives us a chance to share some of that Disney magic with some children and families that really need it. And we had a 40-item lot for 40 hours, and one of them was a live restaurant review right here at Walt Disney World. And tonight... We are at the Plaza Restaurant, uh, just on the corner of Main Street, USA, and I'm here with the winner of that lot. Introduce yourself. Frank from Dallas, Texas, Lou. Thanks for the opportunity, and thanks for my wife for giving me the money <laughs> to give the Make-A-Wish so I could be here tonight. Well, I sincerely appreciate from you and your wife um, what you guys did, because it made a huge difference. And with you and everybody else who supported the, the Dream Team Project that weekend, uh, in 40 hours we re-raised more than $17,000, which is going to sponsor more than three wishes for children to come here. So know that the money was well spent. Awesome. And apparently my wish came true, too. So <laughs> it all worked out for everybody. Yeah, and it's great to meet you, too. We've met during the 200th show, uh, which seems like ages ago. 
about 50 shows or so, that's so maybe about a year or so ago. Um, I also have to thank you because uh, you um, you were a member of the Armed Forces and you know I, I am always sincerely grateful to the sacrifices that you and your family make uh, for us. So I, I want to quickly thank you for your service. Absolutely. And uh, I'd like to say hi to all those serving overseas. I know your podcast now has been able to bring a little Disney magic to people deployed overseas. So everybody in the Army that's listening to that big hua. Nice, I like it. I dig it. So, so you're from um, you're from Dallas, but I can tell you got a little bit of a you got a little bit of a non-Dallas twang going there. It is a little Long Island there. <laughs> I did the mass exodus a couple of years ago, but um, missing bagels and pizza immensely. You get it. You see, that's that's the only thing I miss about the Northeast is good bagels. It's, 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 it's the water. <laughs> we are going to get along famously during dinner. So, and you said something that was very telling because we were talking about our our experiences over the years coming to Walt Disney World. You came. Uh, when was your first time here? Uh, Seventy eight. Okay. So you're old school like me, and you know your experience at the park changes. And you said exactly what I've been saying for years. It's no longer about riding the attractions. It's all about the food. Absolutely. <laughs> The first thing you do, you book the plane ticket and then do the ADRs. Sometimes the ADRs first, and you decide when you could go, depending on what ADRs are available. You just, I mean, you revolve everything else around your your dining schedule. So, and the cool thing is, is we talked about a couple of options for doing the dining review, and I threw a couple of out, and we're here at the Plaza Restaurant, and you've never been here before. Absolutely not. I had an opportunity to do the review in the Magic Kingdom. Doesn't get any better than that, and obviously people can't see this, but the Main Street Electrical Parade's going on in the background, and about 30 minutes ago, Mickey lit up. The, the castle, and uh, my wife missed it all, so it's a little less magical, but it's still magical. You're doing research so you can make her experience better when she joins you. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> I think you're a king of that story. <laughs> I'm coming to the Plaza Restaurant to make sure it's okay for my wife and kids when, they, if and when we'll they eventually taste. taste. We'll do food tasting, absolutely. And, uh, and honey, I'm looking at the menu, and it's got chicken sandwiches and cheeseburgers, so it's perfect. It's all good. It's all good. And I think, you know, it's funny, I think a lot of people, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do the Plaza, and I think it's almost a little overlooked hidden treasure here because it's sort of tucked out of the way. It's on this pathway at the end of Main Street heading towards Tomorrowland. And I think for a lot of people, they may walk by and not realize because when you think about dining at the Magic Kingdom, if it's not counter service, you think of going to Cinderella's Royal Table. You think of maybe the Liberty Tree. And you might not think of the plaza as one of the first things on your list. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's five table service restaurants in the Magic Kingdom, right? Cinderella's. Um, this one's a table service restaurant. You know, you, you think about quick service, but if, especially we're surrounded by kids. That's what's in the background. But if you have the stroller, the kids, the bag, a counter service, you know, juggling the tray and going back and forth, maybe a little difficult. Maybe you just want to sit down, have a table service meal, uh, but your kids just want to have a chicken sandwich and a cheeseburger, <laughs> but you don't want to do it from the counter. So this so far looks like a good alternative. Absolutely. And, it's, and I like it, too. For a number of reasons. Number one, it's very quaint. It, it seats less than 100 people, about 95 people or so. And I love the theming here, too, because it carries over that Victorian styling and architecture and color palette. So you've got those sort of uh, deep, rich greens. You've got that sort of art deco uh, in the artwork and in the decor. Even the um, the chandeliers here are unique, and, and that's one of the things I like. It, it's all about the details beyond being all about the food. I think there's some great details in here as well, too. All right, Frank, well, let's get to the really important things. The decor is great. The location is great. I love the ambiance in here. We have a very romantic uh, you know, dinner here. It's the budding romance. <laughs> it's the best, right? <laughs> and the most important part is, of course, the men 
menu. And the menu is consistent from both lunch and dinner. I seem to remember way very long ago that there might have been a separate lunch and dinner menu, but now it is consistent. The restaurant's open from 11 a.m., usually until about 9. That may change depending if there's depending on the type of time of year. If there's a Christmas or a Halloween uh, party, it may close a little bit earlier. But there's about uh, 9 or so items on the entree menu. There's a grilled chicken sandwich, an Angus Chuck cheeseburger, uh, a cheesesteak sandwich, the oh-so-delicious and healthy chicken strawberry salad, tuna salad sandwich, a grilled Reuben, a Plaza Club vegetarian sandwich, and a turkey sandwich. And our waitress actually came over and told us about the two soups they have, and I was happy to hear that in addition to the potato soup, they have the tomato soup, which has a reputation of being awesome. And something else, too, was another item not on the menu, not sort of the special of the day, but there was a meatloaf that she says that they've started introducing for dinner time, and it's becoming so popular of an option that they may actually consider adding it onto the menu. But what I like about this, Frank, is that there is sort of a wide variety here. There's something if you want just a regular cheeseburger, which is not a regular cheeseburger, because it's on it is not a, which is a, still the best burger, but this the Angus Chuck is a different type of burger. It's on a Kaiser roll, lettuce, tomato, onion. Uh, you can get grilled onions. You can get a veggie burger if you want, uh, and a choice of cheeses as well. But again, there's light sandwiches, uh, there's hot sandwiches, there's cold sandwiches, and salads as well. Absolutely. And they, uh, you have the homemade chips on the menu, fries, uh, broccoli slaw, which all sound interesting. It's probably a good menu for families that may have picky kids that may be going to uh, Tony's Town Square. May not be a good alternative, you know. Uh, so it's probably good for that as well. And the prices range for the entrees. They're re- reasonable. They seem to range from about $10 up to, I guess, the most expensive item on the menu is the chicken strawberry salad, which is $14.99. So, again, too, it's a sit-down restaurant, but probably on the lower end as far as the cost of the entrees. Right, so you're probably paying 2 or $3 above a quick-serve restaurant. So you have the ability to sit down, relax. It's a great view still. Yeah. I mean, we're right in between the Tomorrowland Terrace and the castles right out. Uh, lose vantage point. Somehow I got the castle behind myself, but I get to stare at the Tomorrowland Terrace and uh, wait for Tinkerbell to get strapped back in. Um, but, yeah, for a couple extra dollars, as an alternative. And it's on the dining plan, so it's one credit if you're on the dining plan. And as Lou and I were both uh, discovered, it's tables in Wonderland discount and a DVC discount. And the other thing, too, Frank, the really important thing is that in addition to getting great entrees and soups, they also, because we're right next to the ice cream parlor, you can also get some items from the fountain, as they say. So they have a variety of, uh, of ice creams, chocolate vanilla, strawberry, mint chocolate chip, cookies, and cream, as well as no sugar added raspberry sorbet, butter pecan, and non-fat Although I think everything is non-fat, isn't it? Chocolate, vanilla, swirl. But more importantly, the ice cream floats and the oh-so-creamy hand-dipped milkshake. So you can get a great sandwich and a milkshake. It does have that uh, Main Street feel, which is pretty good. Um, good thing, hopefully your podcast won't air until after Christmas. Because my wife and I are going to Alani for Christmas, and she put me on the pre-Alani diet. But calories don't count in Disney World, so maybe we'll just have to forget it. We'll walk it off. Don't worry, we'll walk it off as soon as we're done here. Uh, and of course, there are desserts as well, and we'll sort of hit the desserts later on, but there's sundaes, banana splits, brownie sundaes, a no, here you go, a no sugar added ice cream shake, and the New York style cheesecake. So, uh, I think there's a, a nice variety of options here, again, both if you're coming 
as adults or with kids as well too. Uh, what's a, what sort of jumps out at you when looking at the entree? Well, obviously not the cheeseburger because it's not Pecos Bill. So <laughs> Pecos Bill would be rolling in his grave right now if we did that. Um, but the cheesesteak looks good. You know, the, the turkey sandwich as well. Um, and even the grilled chicken sandwich sounds good. Yeah, I've um, <laughs> I have eaten here before, and I've had the chicken, the cheeseburger, the cheesesteak's awesome. I've had the salad, and I, I, I'm a big fan of the Reuben because in Florida too, there are no good delis down here. So the grilled Reuben is as close as we get. It's corned beef on marbled rye. It's got sauerkraut and Swiss cheese. I'm talking myself into it, and Thousand Island dressing. So I'm thinking maybe Reuben and fries. Although the meatloaf didn't. I know, ah oh, man. But they have the big steak fries here. I like the big steak. And now I'm looking around the restaurant to see what other people are eating, to see what I could picture myself eating. Well, there's, there's half a meatloaf at the table next to us. Maybe we can get a sample before they leave. And the meatloaf's with corn and mashed potatoes and gravy on both, so it's kind of like being at home, right? A little bit of comfort food. A little bit of comfort food on Main Street. And again, with the Castle Show. We're going to switch spots so you can see, because the Castle uh, the Castle Show is going off in the distance. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the, uh, with the old standby. The tomato soup and grilled soup. Sounds good. I'm still at a uh, coin flip here between the uh, turkey sandwich and the cheesesteak. The cheesesteak is, it's, it's not a Philly cheesesteak, but it is still pretty awesome. Yeah, so maybe I'll get the turkey sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, um, we were talking about this being one of the, the relatively few sit-down restaurants in the Magic Kingdom. And the one thing that excites me about the Fantasyland expansion, other than it changing the landscape both horizontally and vertically in uh, in the Magic Kingdom, is the addition of another sit-down restaurant with the BR Guest Restaurant. It's counter service during the day and sit-down at night. But all of all the sit-down restaurants here, is there one that you uh, that you favor, that you like, or anyone other than the plaza you haven't tried before? Uh, love the Liberty Tree Tavern. You know, being from Long Island, it's got that colonial history. It's got a Long Island room. How can you get any better than that? Um, family style, it's great food. Uh, been there, and I think it's just a great experience. I've been there for both lunch and dinner, and um, they have a family style dinner, and there's a menu lunch, and it's on a dining plan as well. Yeah, I love uh, Liberty Tree Tavern for lunch at dinner. It is it's, it's that family style, um, which it, of course, if it really was a true Long Island room, you'd have to spend four hours on the LIE waiting to get into the Long Island room. Yeah, and uh, there would be an exit involved somehow, but I guess it's kind of like Jersey as well, you know. There'd be an accident, and you'd have to wait, and you know. Um, but yeah, I think it's um, you talk about sort of that that home style cooking, that real sort of homey feel that the restaurant has to it. I too, I agree. That's sort of my favorite of the sit down restaurants. But who knows the plaza may change your mind. It may, it may, but nothing goes, there's nothing bad at Disney World, no. right? It's all magical, it's all good, it doesn't matter what it is. I think we're ready. I think we're ready. Okay, I am going with the turkey sandwich. Turkey sandwich, would you like french fries? I gotta go for the steak fries. I heard all about the steak fries. I, I'm gonna have to stick with what with what works for me. Okay. I'm gonna go with the grilled Reuben. That's, that's what I love. Oh, so the, the grilled Reuben. See, the she says. Corned beef. It's real thick. And it's, yeah. it's like a northern, up north, like real Reuben. See, I see that. It's hard, to, it's hard to find. I'm native, born in Orlando, Florida, so it's hard to find a real like from New York cheesesteak in a Reuben, and they make those here. They're excellent, and everybody of course agrees. So. I 
agree. And we are both from up north, and all we say is you can't get good pizza, good bagels, or a, there's no good deli down here. So good old Reuben, steak fries, and wait, don't put your book away yet. And I have to have tomato soup. Tomato bis soup? Okay. And would you like... Uh, the french fries as well oh yeah of course Absolutely. let's not be silly thank you gentlemen so much thank you I am uh, I am so excited for this because shocker of all shockers first of all I'm starving um, second of all I, this you know again it's true this is uh, what I like about this too is um, the food here is different than you get in a lot of other places too so you'll find you know, the Reuben that you'll find here you're not going to find elsewhere the, the cheesesteak sandwich like that guy's ordering right there you're not going to find another menus here one thing I didn't touch on was there's obviously a kids menu as well which I could basically order off of and like a lot of the other sit-down restaurants, uh, the kids' menu has a lot of games and things. There's, there's a cars-themed uh, menu here. But the kids also can get uh, a choice of an appetizer, entree, beverage, and dessert for eight fifty nine. It also includes either milk, water, or apple juice. They can choose from salad or the tomato soup. They have grilled chicken sticks, which I assume is different than a grilled chicken nugget. Cheeseburgers, grilled trees, Mickey's turkey sandwich, peanut butter and jelly, which you can't go wrong with. And, of course, they have a mini chocolate chip cookie and milk or a Michelodeon for dessert. And I have no idea what that is, but I think I want one. Is that the, I, maybe that was that ice cream, uh, upside-down ice cream cone. And everybody, in case they could hear it, wishes is about to wrap up in the background and uh, Lou and I have changed seats. <laughs> he had some uh, sympathy on me because I only come down here four times a year <laughs> and not four times a week. Uh, and it is just an awesome view uh, right out of the castle with the fireworks racking up. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I like it. It's a very, um, it's a very quaint kind of restaurant. You know, I think that's what I like about it too. It's um, it's not like one of the other large restaurants. And again, there's sort of this um, side gazebo, kind of enclosed gazebo that we're sitting at, uh, closer towards the Tomorrowland Terrace, which is nice. Again, gives you a nice view. Cinderella Castle off in a distance. Absolutely, and it's uh, reminiscent of the Plaza Restaurant at Disneyland, which I haven't eaten at, but I've walked by it. It's got the outdoor seating with the yellow chairs and the umbrellas as well, and the wrapping up of the fireworks, which is a good thing. It's kind of like uh, the menu reminded me of an upscale Friendlies. Can I give you a flashback uh, to the Northeast, right? No frivols. No frivols, but it's got the uh, shakes, the ice cream. It's kind of like an upscale friendly, a 1890s turn of the century Friendlies, right? Wait for the mayor to walk in and be all set. I like, you know what? I think that's a great description. It's like a, uh, a Victorian-era Friendlies. And for a lot of people, maybe... Is Friendlies nationwide, or is it still a Northeast thing? You know, we've, uh, we, we saw a Friendlies cake in Indiana over the mm-hmm. holidays. So the, the Friendlies does exist to other people. But. Because I talk to people about things like Tasty Cakes and White Castle, and they have no idea what I'm talking about. And it is Christmas time, so you got to get that Friendlies Christmas log <laughs> if you remember what I'm talking about. It's not Christmas without that. So uh, I do feel like it's after the junior high school dance, so we're in the upscale. <laughs> Victorian uh, turn of the century friendlies. Next thing you know, when we start talking about Carvel and Fudgy the Whale, <laughs> Tom Carvel. <laughs> okay, so fortunately, our server must know that I'm incredibly starving because she just brought out my cup of tomato bisque soup, which I love already because not only does it smell awesome, but it's full of delicious, tasty, and crusty croutons. Now, I, when I told somebody I was coming here tonight, the first thing she said to me was, you need to get the tomato bisque soup. So, Oh, that's good. Is it uh, of the soup Nazi quality? That is <laughs> no soup for you. It's soup for you. You know what? It's good. We keep sort of going back to that, that that comfort food kind of thing, even if it's your your local family friendlies. 
But it is it that tomato soup has a sort of you know what would be awesome with this? Maybe, oh, I should have got the grilled cheese. Yeah, absolutely. I think what's great about the menu too, and I think I mentioned it earlier, is that you get picky people in your family. My wife will go to uh, Palo and she can't wait to leave and get chicken nuggets. Uh, oh. We sit down at the restaurant. And I just say, just bring the kids menu. She could order just about everything off of this menu and be happy while I'd be waiting for the California grill later. Um, so, but it's a good menu for that. I think. Yeah, this is this is. Uh, this tomato soup is nice, and again, we're coming, we're recording this the first day of December, and it feels like Christmas here because it's a cold, crisp night. Cold 65 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's cold for Floridians now, and, it, but it's, and the castle light, so I think it almost tastes better when it's nice and cold outside. I wouldn't have this in the middle of August, maybe. No, absolutely not, but it is. It, the castle lights, uh, wishes had just wrapped up. The castle lights are uh, right outside the window, and uh, it's probably about half full now, which I think this was actually, if you plan it right, just like at Ohana or California Grill to watch the fireworks out the window, you could time this dinner right as well and watch the fireworks and hear the fireworks and the Wishes soundtrack right outside the window here. A nice thing, too, about the soup is it's not like a can of soup. Um, you see little pieces of tomato in there, and it's a little bit thicker, a little bit creamier. So it's a hearty soup. A nice soup and a sandwich... That's a good meal right there. And again, the soup was just a few dollars. So that and a $13, $14 entree, you could have you know dinner per person. You're probably looking at less than $20 unless you start adding on things like desserts and shakes, which all in the name of research, of course, we'll have to do. It's a work trip. Absolutely. We could justify it. And I guess the other alternative is if uh, you want to do a table service, if you have somebody with food allergies or something like that, that could be more accommodating uh, than a quick service restaurant could be without advance notice. And like any of the restaurants here, um, they will help accommodate whether you have allergies or specific dietary requirements, especially in the table service restaurants. If you let your server know, oftentimes they'll have the chef come out and talk to you directly, usually if you have a severe allergy or a requirement. I like to tell people, if you know where you're going to be going, to call in advance, and they'll sort of know, they'll mark your ADR that way. But if not, they'll try and help accommodate and adjust items that they serve you. So if you have, whether it's a gluten allergy, a peanut allergy, whatever it might be, um, I clearly I do not have a tomato soup allergy because I'm almost finished. Or an ice cream allergy, right? <laughs> Either the uh, New York cheesecake. And as we were talking about before, the uh, crowd outside for the fireworks, everybody's leaving. This would be a good place to kind of duck into for a late dinner and let everybody kind of meander through Main Street and leave and let everything die down a little bit. Because there's nothing like Main Street, nothing like Walt Disney World and the Magic Kingdom at the end of the night when everybody started to clear out and Main Street really empties out and you sort of feel a sense of ownership of it and you get to sort of look back and if you stay long enough and catch the, you ever see the Goodnight Kiss on the castle? No, actually I haven't. <laughs> Don't laugh. There really is such a thing called the Goodnight Kiss. I'm not making it up. We're not doing it, <laughs> I don't care what no, charity it's for. We're, <laughs> we're not going to have a Goodnight Kiss. We're not making that wish come true. <laughs> it's a truly magical night we're having. <laughs> and again, too, you can also, you know, the, the shops will stay open on Main Street until sort of that last guest goes out. So Who would have Exactly, exactly. (laughs) But everybody is sort of bucking the crowds right now. Again, you finish your dinner. By the time we're ready to be done, you and I can sort of skip arm in arm down Main Street and do a little shopping. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that looks so good. And the the turkey, uh, the turkey, the tomato was phenomenal. It's absolutely amazing. Everybody that comes to Walt Disney World is so excited about our tomato bisque soup. So it's a staple on the menu. 
and they really love it. And they always ask for the recipe too. So if the chef is in, we always get the chef to bring out some, um, you know, the ingredients of it. Is the chef here? I can double check for you. Some people actually try to test it at home. You know what? I'm just going to come here and order it instead. I can't make this at home. Yeah, me either. It never tastes the same. You're right. And not only that... It's all about where you have it, so having it here at the plaza is very But it's a nice, chilly night. You're from Florida, so it's a chilly night tonight. It warmed the... the if I have cockles in my heart, it, it, that's what it warmed up. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely hits the spot, and it's especially it's about 60 degrees or maybe even a little lower this evening, maybe in the 40s. So it'll definitely warm your belly if you have had a long day riding all the fabulous rides and need something to just hit the spot and warm you up. So. It just warmed me up for my Reuben. That's what I'm excited about. Thank, oh my, you thank you. So it's the Reuben on the marble rise. See, this is where it's supposed to look like. There's got to be at least a half a pound of meat on each sandwich. I have the turkey sandwich. The tomatoes are red. They're ripe. They're not, uh, they're, they look great. And I'm looking at the table next to us, and they have a couple of cheesesteaks, and these salads have to be like a whole head of lettuce <laughs> and half a chicken on them. So. It's a big salad. It is a big salad. It is definitely It is huge, she says. And your, your steak fries are falling off your plate. They, they, they absolutely are. We got uh, little dishes of condiments of uh, ketchup, mustard, mayo. I'm so excited. This is better than a ride. This is better than, than riding attractions for me. It's an e-ticket dinner with Lou Mangiello. <laughs> all right, this is all right. So let's see if um, if my Reuben lives up to, to the Harold's Deli standards from Edison, New Jersey. The problem is, Lou, you got to put down the microphone to get two hands around that sandwich. Oh, this is nice. Mmm. So the turkey's on a multi-grain toasted bread. Like I said, about a half a pound of meat, tomato, lettuce, and uh, get some mayo on it. It looks great. Oh, this is nice. The marble rye is nice and crunchy. And you get the, the, the sweet, juicy corned beef and the crunch of the sauerkraut. Oh, my God. This is, it's, it's heaven on a sandwich. The thing, too, about both of these is that just like at home, it's piled high, so it's not like a real, it's not a skinny sandwich. It's the open your mouth super wide kind of sandwich. And I just uncovered bacon in mine. <laughs> it was like a hidden treat, a surprise. <laughs> Everything tastes better with bacon and salt and butter. Absolutely. It's going to be a two by tour at night after this. Okay, Lou, so I'm going in for the steak fries. You recommended them. They are over, overflowing on the plate here. Very good. Nice and, just, and just so you know, that little thing that you're feeling inside right now, that, that thing is called guilt about not being, it goes away. After you do this a few times about not bringing your wife, it goes away very quickly. Yeah, like I said, you got to air this after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like get the rest of the month to be safe. See, I like the big stick fake fries, salt, a little bit of ketchup. This is nice. This is this is the way it's supposed to be. This is definitely like a, a New York deli flashback, but in kind of the friendlies atmosphere. Absolutely. And oh, by the way, there's a giant shining castle behind you playing Disney music. It, 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 absolutely, and it's beautiful. We had the light show for the uh, holidays. It's got the uh, the lights for the, the holiday accents to it, which is fireworks. So, are you a wishes guy or an illuminations guy? Or if you say fantasy in the sky, I'm going to reach over and hug you. I'm not going to say anything because I have a half a pound of turkey in my mouth. <laughs> There's something about um, ultralight gliders flying over Epcot. <laughs> brings me back. Look at this. This is as big as my head. It's got to be at least half a pound of meat. And I still can't get over those salads. It's huge. 
Yeah, I think a salad stops being healthy when there's 18 pounds of it on the bowl in the bowl. Yeah, absolutely, and a half a gallon of dressing on it, <laughs> and a big thick chicken on it. But you know, there's no calories in Disney World, so it doesn't count. It's all magical. It's all magical until it, once you get past the gate. That's when all the calories kick back in. But for now, just enjoy the fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, believe it or not, I, you're sitting here in shock because I actually have food and French fries of all things left in my plate because I'm a French fry guy, and these are awesome. All right, maybe one more, so don't take it yet. Okay. But I, I do, in the interest of giving a full and complete review, uh, I, I do need to have some sort of a dessert-type item with, my, uh, with, our, with our meal. What, what is your favorite dessert on the menu? All-time, all-time favorite is the brownie sundae. It's two large pieces of succulent brownie with hot fudge, whipped cream, and a cherry. And the banana split's pretty awesome. It's all really awesome. So it's just more of your palate, but... You may have had me at succulent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's very, very good. And we're known for our desserts all wide, um, park-wide, for our Rubens and our desserts. So you have to try the desserts. So I've got to go for, like, the bifecta, not the trifecta. Right, cause yeah, we're... But it's all, I mean, it's, they're all so good. If you like ice cream, we have shakes, we have floats, we have a banana split cheesecake... In the brownie sundae, in our famous restaurant sundae, which is without the brownies, it's vanilla ice cream, hot fudge, whipped cream, nuts, and a cherry. What are you thinking? I, I'm, I think she had me at the brownie sundae. You gotta go for the brownie sundae. All right, so he'll have the brownie sundae, and I'll be different so I can yeah, try, something. try something else. And you're saying your, your second favorite is what? The banana split. Well, the cheesecake is good, it just depends on what you Mm, it is a New York style cheesecake served with strawberries. On top. So if you love cheesecake, oh. everybody loves our cheesecake, and the New Yorkers love it too. Well, I'm from New Jersey, which is close to New York. Close. All right, so we'll, we'll sort of break it up. We'll have a, uh, a brownie sundae and a New York style cheesecake. And you'd like the strawberries on top as well? Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> I know they were <laughs> okay, so brownie sundae with all the toppings, whipped cream, and a cherry. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. One more French fry, and then now you can take it. Sure? Okay. Let me hear the This is like a nosh while, while we're waiting. They are pretty golden brown. It's rare for me to leave a French fry. I never met a French fry I didn't like. <laughs> I can imagine. I couldn't even finish the sandwich, and I decided to hold off as I could finish it, but the brownie sundae... You got to Normally, I would not allow that to take place, or I would reach over and finish your sandwich for you. But since we just met, I'll, I'll let it go so we can make sure we have enough room for the dessert. We can put that on the list with a goodbye kiss. <laughs> but you know what? It, I mean, that was, it was a big sandwich. It was a hearty sandwich. And, and finding the bacon was a nice surprise, because bacon's always a good surprise. I, um, I'm happy I stuck with my Reuben. Um, it was great. Yeah. It had the melted cheese on it, the sauerkraut. It had the right kind of bread. It was crunchy. It was juicy. Uh, the corned beef had it was it was lean, but had just enough fat for that good little bit of like flavor. And when it starts to just drip out of the bottom down your hand, you know you've got a good rumen. And uh, for those of you listening to this, as I normally would be, Lou is here with his hands flailing, his mouth watering. <laughs> He, 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 if you come out of the box, like I have now the experience to come out of the box, you can see Lou is animated as can be uh, getting into this. So he's really excited about the Reuben. This is pretty much consistent with every meal I have all day. Yeah, so what, what I pictured Lou doing when he records these, he's actually doing it. Uh, I think he's knocked over the salt shaker a couple of times just talking with his hands. If I had to sit on my hands, I would not be able to speak. That's how you shut up in Italian. <laughs> I, I have that same problem. Yeah, 
Huh? Oh my god, now I'm getting Reuben juice all over the recorder too. Huh? So I think we're in trouble now, Lou. Here comes the desserts. Yeah, but normally if somebody tried to grab my french fries away from me, I'd get a little upset. Okay. But, but oh, it, No, because you're bringing me cheesecake. Okay, so. So, I can replace it with cheesecake. so this is the New York style cheesecake with fresh strawberries and strawberry sauce on top. That you know what? That it looks nice. Like it looks like it's supposed to look like a pit. Oh my god. Yeah, and um, I'm, I'm holding the brownie sundae and it's got to be at least 30 pounds. <laughs> and it is too I wouldn't even call them brownies. I'd call it a cake. Yeah. There are two chocolate bricks. Two chocolate bricks with a sea of whipped cream in the middle with a cherry on top and it's in like a boat. It's like in an old swan boat. I have a swan boat brownie sundae at the Plaza restaurant. And I would like to offer you, would you like a spoon? or? I thought you were going to offer me a bib. Because <laughs> um, just some people prefer we bring it with a spoon, but I know some people prefer a fork. So here's a fresh fork or a spoon, whatever you I, I could actually use a shovel. Okay, I'll go get it. But I'll take a fork. I'll, okay. I'll still go to fork and probably two extra napkins. Too. I got a whole bunch of extra oh, napkins and a fork. You are the most are awesomest ever. Okay, thank you guys so much. Thank you. So it's a sea of whipped cream with uh, at least two scoops of ice cream, chocolate uh, syrup on it, and, and it, a cake is the only way to describe it. I, I expected a little square. You know, you expect a little brownie square, you know, maybe a three inch by inch. That is probably a six inch by four inch on each half. In the thickness, <coughs> I mean, if I peel away at the ice cream, you'll find bacon. They'll put it in. <laughs> that would only plus it. Uh, as I scoop away some ice cream to put in my mouth, I'm realizing that it's got to be an inch thick brownie. And no Ooh, human being could ever finish that. I accept your challenge. It's like a mini kitchen sink. It is. It is like a, a kitchen sink. Yeah, it is exactly. Like a it's a. It's a. It's a Victorian version of the kitchen sink. Yeah. There's, there, there was no lights, no sirens, no fanfare. <coughs> Just goodness in a bowl. I'm. Uh, I'm excited for my my cheesecake because it's like a picture perfect cheesecake. A little fresh strawberry. I, I'm making the yummy face because, especially coming from, you know, you come from New York, you come from New Jersey. Is it a junior? You're used to, well, let's not get crazy. I don't know if it's juniors, but it's, um, the texture is just right. It's, um, as far as like the, the denseness of it, it's very rich. It's very creamy. And the, uh, the strawberry sauce isn't too sweet. I, I, wait, hold, hold on. I need one more taste before I give a full and accurate representation of you know what they can't reproduce a lot of what you get up in the northeast here again because of the water they come really really close with that cheesecake this wait a minute this may be I'm going through the inventory in my head one of my favorite desserts in the magic kingdom is it like the carrot cookie oh uh... It's a completely different because this is sort of is a sit down. <laughs> this is sort of a sit down. You need to sort of sit down and, and savor this. Where the carrot cake cookie is a, is a mobile, more much more mobile sort of dessert. But and this too, it's a big piece. This you could really share with two people. Yeah, um, and I have found the bacon of desserts. <laughs> there is chocolate chips in this brownie that are, are just amazing. It doesn't even look like you've touched it yet. I, I you can't. <laughs> I can't even put a dent in it. It's like the never-ending bowl of pasta at your grandmother's house. You just keep on eating, and it just keeps being refilled. Yeah, we just need a little espresso and some Sinatra in the background. It just goes back to my childhood. I'm going to need a nap, so I think I just bring over a couch. 
And you know what, too? This is not, um, it's not a very heavy cheesecake. Really nice with the strawberries, too. Again, I would offer to share, but I have cooties. <laughs> and the ice cream is actually really good here on this promise. I'm not even hearing a word you're saying. <laughs> Ice cream on the Sunday is uh, ice cream on the brownie Sunday is awesome. Rich vanilla uh, is is almost as good as what's inside of a Mickey bar. I am so happy that I gave her back those French fries. Because usually I'm not a big dessert person. I would come here just for the cheesecake. If you planned it right, you got the view. You got a little dessert, let the crowds die down, and you make your way to uh, December 25th. I wonder if they would let me come in here and just order cheesecake. I think they will, right? The guest is always right. A little cheesecake, a little cup of coffee would be nice. And then a nap. And a fribble. <laughs> the silence is deafening. There you go. Get another, you see, you know it's a good brownie when you're on your third napkin already. If you're not wearing half your food, it wasn't good. <laughs> I um, I am embarrassed to say that I could not finish. It, I'm close, Constance. I'm close, but I can't. Um, and you just you didn't even touch. I don't even think you actually ate any of that brownie because it's all there. It, well, I tried and I tried, but it is just too much. And I wish it just if it wasn't melting, I'd probably take it back to the hotel. It, those bra- the brownies are bricks. They're just they giant bricks of chocolate goodness. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're, you guys are very nice. And for everybody at home, the restaurant closed an hour ago. It's Lou and I and just a, a, a massacre of food and one other family from North Carolina who's still working on their salads from a half hour ago. <laughs> and there's nobody else here. Well, I will tell you, this has been a... Uh, it's been a super enjoyable meal. Um, you've been wonderful, by the way. Thanks. And all of your recommendations, home runs. Spot on. And my name is Erica, so thank you. So thank you guys so much. It was a pleasure to serve you. I hope I could answer all of your questions. Amongst, it was super, super busy when you guys first arrived, so I'm glad I could take a little time to give you some good pointers and ideas for your meals. Oh, and, and I'll be back. Don't okay. worry. Oh, I will be back. Okay, thank you. And I will ask for you. We Googled you, too. <laughs> <laughs> and you listen to Lou's podcast and you go, how does Lou and Becky spend six and a half hours <laughs> having food. dinner and they don't get past the appetizer? And I forgot I even ordered a dessert. <laughs> so it's very easy to do. Yeah. Now, this is outstanding. Definitely recommended. Absolutely. I think we'll, we'll have to come back. Maybe even bring my wife back. <laughs> All right, so while we're sitting here digesting before they actually have to roll us down in the middle of Main Street, USA, uh, how, tell me, describe your, your, your overall plaza experience and maybe where this ranks for you among Magic Kingdom restaurants. Um, it is, I, I will tell you, the, the Liberty Tree always will have a special place in my heart, but the view here... Uh, says it all and the food was just bonus and bacon and hidden chocolate chips were awesome uh, but it's it's right up there and, and I think the Magic Kingdom unlike Epcot maybe where you don't think of table service restaurants you think of Pecos Bills and Go and be a park commando uh, great location to just kick up the feet get off the chair look at the castle you know enjoy it and have a table service meal especially uh, if you've been on your feet all day it's a great place so I definitely enjoyed it yeah like you I, I love Liberty Tree uh, I love the 
story, the environment, the details. For dinner, again, it is that sort of very um, family style, uh, home cooking kind of comfort food meal. Uh, but again, here too, I think that you get a, a great environment. I think it's a uh, it's a good value here. Again, the amount of food that we got for the price, I think, is very good. Unlike Liberty Tree, where it is a, a fixed menu for dinner, you've got not you actually had ten different entrees to choose from, as well as the kids' menu to choose from, a wide variety of desserts, the two different soups uh, as a starter, and again, we, not only did we not leave hungry, we actually couldn't finish all of our food. Um, and again, too, it, it's it's this sort of quiet ambiance and charm that I think this restaurant has. And again, too, well, part of the reason why I want to do it because I do think a lot of people maybe overlook this as a table service restaurant in the Magic Kingdom. They think of Liberty Tree. They think of the castle. They think of even Tony's Town Square. And hopefully this will maybe... Maybe we don't want to turn people onto the restaurant because it makes it easy to get an ADR here. But um, I think the, the plaza is a hidden treasure. Oh, absolutely. And I think I've walked by it every time since 1978. We've never been in here. Um, so it was definitely good to try something different. I was pleased and again way too much food way too much food and it was good value i mean you're talking about a couple dollars more than a quick service menu and um i was stuffed in a dessert the dessert was really kind of uh, that did it for me the dessert was phenomenal you have the ice cream shop you didn't have to wait online for the ice cream you sat down you relaxed and uh, i probably i'm with you i think we should just skip go right to the dessert next time get a little coffee sit back watch the fireworks that would be perfect well we should definitely do this again uh, i am so very grateful to you and your wife for uh, for sharing the evening with me, um, for your incredibly generous donation to the Dream Team Project, for your service in the military, and for a a great night uh, sharing a meal together at the Plaza Restaurant. Absolutely, thanks for having us, Lou, and I definitely look forward to doing it again. Not tonight because I, I could not. Maybe a little bit of popcorn on the way out, but other, otherwise I can't eat another bite. It doesn't count. It's, it's, <laughs> Main Street popcorn doesn't count. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks again for taking the time and tuning in this and every week and allowing me to share my passion for Disney with you through the show. Don't forget to come by the website over at www.radio.com. Lots going on there every day on the blog, including a new schedule of recurring daily features and articles that allow you to become a part, not just by commenting, but by sharing your opinions as well. Again, visit the blog over at www.radio.com. There I've also posted another new video, this time an interview with Stephen Miller from Disney Parks Merchandise and a sneak peek at brand new Disney Muppet Star Wars mashup merchandise coming to the Disney Parks just in time for the holidays. While you're there, don't forget to comment on this week's show your thoughts about the Plaza Restaurant. Have you ever ever eaten there? Maybe walked right by. Hopefully, this week's show gives you uh, the little encouragement to step foot in the door and try out the Plaza on Main Street in the Magic Kingdom. Don't forget, also want to hear from you on the voicemail. You can call 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1 to be heard on the air. Or you can email me a question for the show at lou at wdwradio.com. Also, in addition to the podcast, be sure and come by, watch our weekly live video broadcast and chat every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern over at www.radiolive.com. There we'll be talking about this week's Walt Disney World news, giving you a chance to ask and answer questions. Be part of the conversation. If you can't make it live, 
Don't forget, you can also check it out at youtube.com slash WDW Radio or on the WDW Radio blog. And I'll also post the audio in the iTunes feed as well. Just by listening to the show, you are part of the WDW Radio family, and now you can come by and be part of the community by joining in the conversations over at the discussion forums, the Facebook page over at facebook.com slash WDW Radio, by following me on Twitter, I am at Lou Mangiello, or by coming by, meeting other Disney fans in person at some of our meets of the month in Walt Disney World. The next meet is going to be Saturday, January 7th, 2012. That is Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. We will once again be holding our annual meetup open to anyone and everyone over at the Magic Kingdom in the Plaza Rose Garden. Lower level, down by the old Swan Boat Landing. You can find more details over at DisneyMeets.com. I'll also post a link in this week's show notes for show number 253 about all of the events on the schedule for the WW Radio running team. Those of you who want to come by, be part, and just cheer on the runners over Marathon Weekend from January 7th through the 9th, 2012. Also on the blog, there's lots of great running, training, tips, information, other articles there as well. You can check out the blog again over at www.radio.com slash blog. Also, come by Celebrations Magazine. You can subscribe, order back issues, and still get copies. We are almost sold out of our limited edition holiday hardbound book over at celebrationspress.com. Big thanks to my partners and sponsors, Mouse Fan Travel. They're my official. They are my recommended travel provider for all your vacation planning needs. Whether you're going to Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney, you know Becky and her team give you not only the best prices and the discounts, but incredible levels of personal service, all at no cost to you. Coming to Walt Disney World? Stay right in the heart. One of my favorite places is over at the Swan and Dolphin. They have 17 world-class restaurants and lounges. You know how much I love Blue Zoo and Il Molino and Shula's walking or boat distance right to Disney's Hollywood Studios or Epcot. And, of course, the most comfortable heavenly beds. You can visit them over at swananddolphin.com. And you want to maybe do something a little bit different. Maybe you want a, your own condo or up to a nine-bedroom home to bring the extended family. AllStarVacationHomes.com has more than 150 homes within just a couple of miles of Walt Disney World. Themed rooms, pools, spas, kitchen, game rooms, multiple master bedrooms, and lots more. And as always, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, I want to thank you again for tuning into the show. All I ask is that you please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share the links on Facebook or Google Plus or your favorite discussion forum. And please come by, rate and review the show over in iTunes as well. And also, don't forget that the secret to making your dreams come true is no secret at all. Just work at it hard every day. And again, my friends, thank you for taking the time and tuning in. I know how busy your days and your weeks are, so the fact that you devote some time to tune into the show lets me uh, get excited about sharing what I love so much with you. So until next time, remember, always keep moving forward. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. Hey, Lou, and all your listeners. Uh, this is Josh Taylor. I write for the blog uh, at WDWRadio.com, and I just wanted to call in and say thank you um, to all the listeners and everybody that visits the, the site that has seen uh, the World That Never Was blog that I've been writing. Uh, I really appreciate um, all the readers and all the positive notes that I've been getting. And uh, I wanted to say personally thank you, Lou. Um, I'm actually going through kind of a rough time right now. My girlfriend, uh, who 
I absolutely adore and love uh, was diagnosed with cancer right around Christmas. So, I mean, it's been a rough time for me, and I thank you enough for the uh, the podcast and all the positive things that you tweet. Uh, they they help me and they keep me staying positive, and I really do appreciate all those things. Uh, so I want to say thank you, level. And thank you again to all the people that have been reading the blog. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Hey there, Lou. It's Doug up in Pennsylvania. And after listening to your recent show with Jim Corkus, I had to phone in. Um, boy, when you were talking about the drinks, I knew exactly where you were going with that. I remember uh, when we were there in the, uh, oh gosh, probably mid-70s, uh, getting both the orange flavored drink in the orange container and the grapes in the grape container. Just such a cool memory. You know, I lump it in there completely with 20,000 leagues and the sky buckets, just the whole nine yards, uh, completely remembered getting the drinks as a kid. So thank you so much for sharing that. And thanks again for having Jim Corpus on the show. It's always great to hear him. So uh, anyway... Have a magical day and looking forward to the next episode. You've got a friend.